Hello, Romcom Pod. Welcome back. It's Mercedes and Kendra. We are so excited to have you guys back. Oh my goodness, I can't wait to dive deep in today's movie. But first, Kendra, I want to know who your celebrity crush of the week is. Oh god. Tell me. Celebrity crush of my life is more like it was it is. I <laughs> my current crush, so I am obsessed with Dermot Kennedy. I mentioned him last Ooh, week, but yeah. Ireland is my favorite country. And Dermot Kennedy has this voice. So I saw somewhere that someone dubbed him the king of like smoke, ash, and mountains. Like his voice just <laughs> sounds like that. And it's incredible. He did this kind of like um, busting show in New York recently. Mm-hmm. And he's singing this song. And in the middle of it, he's like, don't take your phones out. I can't sing this next. I can't get this next note. Oh. And it was just the cutest thing ever. And I was like, I love you and your little Irish accent and your voice and your little heartbroken songs. So that is my celebrity crush forever if I got the chance to marry him I'd be happy to move to Ireland have our wedding at Ashford Castle oh my god um, how about you Mercedes <laughs> who's your, Dude, who's your yes. celebrity crush my, also my best friend lives in Ireland she's from mm-hmm. Ireland so I got you the hookup if you need a place to stay where you're hunting thank you thank <laughs> you appreciate you <laughs> for me honestly all 2021 is defined by Nico Horaga I don't know if you know who he is I don't know who that is who is that He's a skateboarder turned model turned actor, just the way I love them. <laughs> he is from San Francisco. He's the himbo of my dreams. He is just flowing hair, beautiful face. Um, yeah, I just I love him. Every time I see him on my Instagram stories, I mm-hmm. like burst into a smile. Like my smile is just so big. He's always just like dancing and skating, and then he'll be like, got this gnarly bruise today. And I'm like, oh that's that's cool. Wait, I'm gonna I'm gonna age him just by him saying gnarly. Is he like in his late twenties, early thirties? He's like twenty-four. <laughs> <laughs> we only have like a couple year age difference. It's mm. fine. It's fine. I love him. I just <laughs> found him on uh I Googled him. He's yeah. cute. He, yeah, he's a he's a little cutie. I like mine with the little facial hair, some some mm. beard. He looks a little young for me, but he is very cute. He's 23. Yeah, he definitely has baby face. <laughs> but what? What has he been in? I don't know any of these. He was in Booksmart. He uh, was in a Netflix movie called Moxie. He's filming a ton right now. He's in Taipei. I feel like I, I'm friends with him. I know like everything about him. <laughs> <Instagram>. <laughs> I love that. Oh my gosh. Mercedes, let these people know what movie we're talking about today. <laughs> oh my, one of my favorites. <laughs> today we're talking about Crazy Stupid Love, the 2011 classic. Do you want to tell us about it? Oh, crazy stupid love. What is there to say other than this is like the rom-com to end all rom-coms in my mind? (laughs) Because this movie has an ensemble cast that is just Mm -hmm. filled with fire people and it has so much charm and so much heart and it's so relatable and funny all at the same time. Uh, So in the beginning, we are introduced to this seemingly normal suburban couple, uh, Cal and yes. Emily, played by Steve Carell, everyone's favorite yes. <laughs> from The Office, <laughs> Michael Scott, uh, and Emily is played by Julianne Moore. Now, something I really love about this movie is there are multiple storylines weaving in and out of each other, and you don't mm. really know how they're connected until the end, but in each storyline, we are immediately introduced to what the characters have to overcome or what the conflict is, right? Yes. So we meet Cal and Emily at dinner. They immediately, okay, Emily wants a divorce. We learn that they are a couple who has been married for 25 years and Cal has just somewhere lost his manhood. That's mm-hmm. when he runs into Jacob played by, oh my gosh, the most beautiful man. Oh, <sighs> One of the most beautiful men, yeah, I have ever laid my eyes on, Ryan Gosling. <laughs> and together oh they God. start this 
very unique friendship where <laughs> where Jacob, who is this playboy womanizer, easily gets girls, hangs out at bars, picks him up night by night, helps Cal discover his manhood, gives him confidence, helps him realize, you know, where he kind of lost his swag a little bit. And mm-hmm. it's so funny, these two like teaming up to try to like, you know, get women, sleep with women. Uh, you have... Robbie, who is Kyle and Emily's son, who is just a total, completely hopeless romantic at 13. He is <laughs> all about grand gestures and soulmates. And it's so refreshing to see, but it's so funny because that is actually projected onto his babysitter, Jessica, oh, who is played God. by Leo Tipton. And <laughs> Jessica is four years older than him. And when you are 17, a 13 year old likes you, you see them as nothing but like your little brother, just yeah, so annoying. <laughs> it's like literally nothing. <laughs> then you also have hannah uh hannah bananas as cal and emily like to call her yes uh who is a lawyer studying for the bar who just leads a very pg-13 life mm-hmm. and it's funny how all of this converges together hannah meets jacob they start a relationship <laughs> cal is trying really hard to win back emily this whole movie emily is growing closer to uh everyone's favorite david lindhagen who's played oh by kevin God. bacon <laughs> And he played by Jonah Bobo is just, you know, over here trying to win Jessica's heart. And you mm-hmm. see how in the end, how they all converge. Uh, and it's amazing how the amount of charm and the amount of heart that these characters have. I think yeah. the tagline for this is like, never give up. This is a 2011 film directed by Glenn Ficarra and John Wickwa, and it's actually written by Dan Fogelman. And if any of those people sound familiar, it's because this is a team behind the TV show that has made everyone in America cry, This Is Us. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I just think it makes so much sense with how rounded the characters are, you know, how mm-hmm. relatable it is, how funny it is. And it's, it's amazing. So I'm yeah, very it's curious. It's a real human story. It's a real human story, exactly. And one that I feel like I just have, that has just very little flaws, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm curious, Mercedes, 2011, how old were you? Oh, my God, I was 15. Picture 15. this. Okay, I was okay. 15. Okay. Braces. <laughs> yes. shaped eyebrows. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the eyebrows were very thin. <laughs> Poorly straightened, aggressively straightened side bang. <laughs> I was not looking my freshest, I will say that. Oh. I was a freshman in high school. I was mm-hmm. desperately obsessed with like three senior boys mm. who did not know who I was at all. Truly did not pay any attention <laughs> to me. But my best friends and I were obsessed with them. I still have the yearbooks where they wrote letters to me. And because I was like, please write. And they were like, who is this girl? Like, I... <laughs> like so no in that way, I relate to the younger brother's character. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. But yeah, where were you? Oh gosh, 2011, <laughs> I was... I was 18 going on 19. This is freshman year of college. Let me tell you, Mercedes, this was wow. a defining moment in my life. Okay. Oh my God. Let me paint this picture for you. So I had always been such a bold person when it came to love. Very much yeah. like, very much like Robbie in, in this movie. <laughs> I was always like, hey, I like you. I'd go up to guys and be like, I like you. We should date. And they'd be like, uh, absolutely not. I'd be like, whatever, you're lost. Oh I my God, I love so, it. So confident, so bold. And freshman year, I went away to New York for college and I lived in this dorm 
Day Hall, Syracuse University, shout out. And I <laughs> had a major crush, like nothing I had ever experienced before on this guy named John Lawsey. I'm using his full name because if he listens to this, I want him to know. All <laughs> crushes <laughs> deserve double name. Double All names. Cr- like the best yeah. crushes are two names. Two names, exactly. Yeah. Oh my gosh, he was smart. And he was nice to me, which like you guys weren't usually nice to me. I and feel that. <laughs> I'd go to his room and hang out with him and his roommate, Eric, all the time. And it was just like so nice. And I was just, I didn't know what to do. It was like a whole year from August until February. I was just so oh in love God. with this guy. And I finally, I went to my best friend, Teresa's room. I was like, what do I do? It was Valentine's Day. And she's oh. like, oh, Kendra, you have to tell him that you like him. And the thought never even crossed my mind. Oh my God. It was Valentine's Day and I go to his room and he, let me, I don't know why I thought this was a good idea because our whole friendship was kind of based on the fact that he would always ask me for girl advice. He was like, he really liked this other girl and he would always like ask me like, hey, she's acting like this. What should I do? And I'd be like, I've been there. <laughs> and you know, you have your whole friends telling you like, oh, he's telling you that because he, he's it's trying to build. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's trying to like build, like he trusts in you so he can tell you secrets. So oh. Valentine's Day comes, I go into his room. I kind of like shout at him that I like, oh, like, I like you. Like, I just kind of shout at him. And he was like, oh, do you want to play video games tomorrow? And I was like, sure. I, I hear the next day from his roommate that he actually asked out that girl that he would always ask me advice <gasps> on. And they dated for two years. Oh, and my God. That is the that is the crush that made me shut down and no longer no. That anymore. Oh so that's my God. that's my time capsule moment for I know it's not very, but it was such a defining moment in my life because, like I said, I was so bold before that, and afterwards I was just like, I'm never doing that ever again. Oh. I'm never being like vulnerable or telling a guy that I like him ever again. 2011. <laughs> what the heck? 2011. What were you doing? <laughs> oh my god. You know, I kind of have like a weird memory attached to seeing this movie for the first time. Yeah. I saw it with a couple like newish friends, like beginning of high school friends. And I mean, we all went to middle mm-hmm. school together, but you know those differences. Mm-hmm. But we go see the movie and then I go and spend the night at their at one of their houses. And we're just sitting there hanging out, talking about the movie, and then one of them just goes, "My parents are getting divorced." And I <laughs> oh, was sitting no. there being like I am the third wheel in this friendship right now. I <laughs> I am too new to ask questions. <laughs> it oh, was the most uncomfy moment. So every time I think I watch this movie, I think of her. I hope oh, so well. Gosh, do you do you remember who you had a crush on that year? Like, oh my, okay. Yeah. Cut to Brennan Day, CJ Kinney. They were the senior boys who I loved. Mm-hmm. They were all both on the baseball team. They both played, I think they were on the basketball team too, which I probably cared more about. Mm-hmm. I went to all of their game, all the home games. Yep. I joined all the clubs they were in. Yep. I all of a sudden I'm volunteering and I did not want to volunteer. And I'm there with them. <laughs> and I I was there for everything. They were probably like, we can't get this girl away. Like, who is she? She's just like elite. <laughs> and oh my gosh, my best friend and I actually made for like our journalism project, like a documentary on the senior project so we could mm-hmm. interview them just so Aww, we could talk to them you're cute said is there's it's, a hopeless all, romantic down deep down there <laughs> it's all in the plan it's all strategic <laughs> yeah 100 percent. but like we as women have to be strategic especially when yes. it comes to love exactly. oh gosh i mean there's so much in this movie mm-hmm. that just really tugs on your heartstrings but also <laughs> we have to acknowledge that this movie is from 2011 this was 10 years ago now. So obviously not everything holds up. For the Rom-Com Hall of Fame, what is your roast? Like what, what do you feel like didn't age well? Okay, <laughs> if I can cut like, I got a lot. <laughs> anything out of this, <laughs> I need to cut the babysitter storyline. 
Enter Lilo mm. Tipton. Mm-hmm. We okay, as I know her as Annalie Tipton from Cycle me, Eleven on A and T. Yeah, you. me too. Let's Warm go bodies. back to America's Next Top Model, please. I'm begging <laughs> because this storyline pains me. Um, <laughs> she has a crush on Cal, our Steve mm-hmm. Carell, and he drives her home after babysitting his kids. Like this is obviously like an incredibly one-sided teenage love on the dad crush like mm-hmm. I oh my gosh and at one point she sends him the nudes or she doesn't send him she takes the nudes they're in the envelope her parents find them yeah and it's addressed to him Cal in swirly letters like no 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 no, no. Hanging I can't <laughs> oh my gosh it is so so painful and it just like it hurts it always hinders my enjoyment when I watch because I'm like why why did this happen why did was this needed also why is joey king here at all (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh yes oh my gosh i was so shocked it's so funny like seeing joey king now in kissing booth and then seeing what she had done before then (laughs) she was also the dark knight rises she was a child that comes out of the yeah and i feel like people don't know that because her head was she was in everything new Mm -hmm. girl ramona ramona and these she was everywhere everywhere absolutely everywhere (laughs) you know it's funny i kind of had the same point too of like parents going through your things that is very cringe yeah absolutely not I don't care if you're (laughs) do not go through my desk drawer Mm -hmm. absolutely but I think my biggest thing is just the lack of diversity in this movie everyone Mm. and their mothers are white people every single person's white every single person is white like no one okay except for the woman who like makes over Steve Carell um yeah that's the you know at the like salon at the mall at the salon she's literally like the only black no one's even like spicy white like (laughs) everyone's spicy white white. yeah (laughs) I think that's like a roast I would have is like you can absolutely have this type of love story with all the charm all the heart with people of color and I don't know why Hollywood just thinks these stories are reserved for white people but I think that would be like my roast for this just because uh, people like to see especially in rom-coms I want to see someone who looks like me so that I know I have hope of like it actually happening. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And I want to see different types of relationships. I mean, we see a range of people in love in this movie mm-hmm. and they're all the same like hetero white love. Mm-hmm. And that could have, it's an ensemble cast. You could have switched it up a little bit. We could have seen mm-hmm. something like, and then I know the writers, the creators go on to make This Is Us. And then we see a little more dynamic there. Mm-hmm. But here, 2011, white 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 but i will say if this movie was a tinder profile i would still swipe right 100 i would swipe right i would say that i would like scroll a couple pictures and mm. then i'd swipe right mm. like I'd, you have to give me a couple seconds wouldn't be immediate which character's photo would you have to see first for you to swipe right immediately Ryan Gosling. Yeah, I knew you were gonna say that. I knew you were gonna say I that. I mean, who, like, okay, I will admit Steve Carell gets hot, hot, hot once he's in all those layers. Mm-hmm. Soaking up all the juices, that's what he says. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I have a little crush on Marissa Tomei too. She's just so funny oh in everything. I she love her. so good. So She's so good. good in everything. I just, I absolutely love her. But obviously, like, even her character need some dating advice and I just like mm-hmm. oh there's so many characters in here that may need a little bit of dating advice what advice would you give okay let's start with Marissa Tomei's character because her yeah. her for everyone who doesn't remember <laughs> Marissa Tomei uh is Robbie's teacher she's also like a recovering alcoholic and she ends up sleeping with Steve Carell before she oh realizes that he is Robbie's dad so what I... dating advice would you give for her <laughs> 
I would tell her to stop going to bars alone mm. on random nights. That's dangerous. <laughs> That's dangerous. That's, I don't <laughs> stop that. <laughs> that stresses me out. I would mm-hmm. also just tell her, like, stop looking for men in bars. Like, my mm. mom always told me, you're not going to need the love of your life in a bar. Yeah. And I don't know. I've always took that to heart where I'm just like, if I'm flirty with the guy at a bar, I'm just going to, like, be like, this is just for fun. I'm acting. <laughs> I'm Cinderella Versus- and I'll run away at midnight. You are literally offending every single person that's ever met the love of their life at a bar. How dare you? I'm so sorry to all of you. Should have met at Whole Foods. It's okay. I feel that way about people who meet on dating apps. So like, I never. I'm not going to meet the love of my life on a dating app. I just don't feel that. You know. Yeah, it's that's just... why I was asked the craziest questions. On, like on Bumble, I'm yeah. just like, tell me your favorite scene in High School Musical two, and they're like, what? Those are good openers. I might have to steal some from. Not that I'm ever going on a dating app again, but if I do, I will steal some from you. Yes. Um. What about? Okay. So I feel like. Oh gosh, the advice I would give for Cal would be to just like never stop fighting, you know? Because yeah. at the end, it's kind of ambiguous whether they get back together or not, because you just see them laughing together. Mm-hmm. But I just hope that they, 25 years of marriage is no joke. The average marriage in America lasts for 8.2 years. Oh my and God. I just feel like 25 is an accomplishment. And that's not oh, something yeah. you should just let go so easily, you know? Also, yeah. she doesn't, Emily doesn't seem like she likes David Lindhagen all that much. He's an accountant. No, like. <laughs> I don't like David Lindhagen. No one likes David Lindhagen. I can't even say his name. And <laughs> everyone kept saying it throughout the movie. David so Lindhagen. David Lindhagen. I, in general, I would say Cal and Emily need communication, mm. accountability for mm-hmm. all mistakes. Mm-hmm. Cal's shadiness once he gets hot again <laughs> and <laughs> Emily's infidelity mm-hmm. we also just need a lot of self-reflection I yeah. they definitely should actually go to real couples therapy don't just be listening to us yeah but <laughs> but also about, yeah no go ahead no I was gonna say in terms of therapy like Jacob needs that too I like was he- just about to get to that <laughs> yes <laughs> as cute as it is to see him opening up and being vulnerable with Emily or sorry with Hannah like dude you need to (laughs) clearly there's a lot to unpack there but the fact that your your dad died you feel like your mother is vain you have all this money you're wildly unhappy his own words Mm -hmm. like sweetie let's go sort that out before you give your heart to someone because that is just as someone who is freshly heartbroken that is such Mm -hmm. a tough thing to do to give your heart away when you just are not ready emotionally on your own so oh yeah and I don't know he doesn't have any friends like Cal seems to be his first friend (laughs) yeah (laughs) which is concerning altogether but Mm -hmm. I think he also just needs motivation in his life outside of his relationship now because once he gets hooked on Hannah um Emma Stone's character Mm -hmm. he shifts all of his attention and affection toward her where that's his whole life now and Mm -hmm. he goes from like sad lonely rich boy to in love and makes his girlfriend his personality which Mm -hmm. isn't good we need self (laughs) (laughs) we need self-sufficiency I don't and independence I don't care if you're already rich like Mm -hmm. we need that and I need you to get some friends your own age Ryan (laughs) (laughs) that's so funny I didn't think of it like that but you are 100% right (laughs) 100 percent. oh gosh i would just say too for robbie i feel like jessica said multiple times in this movie you are making me uncomfortable you need to respect that we need a this is the age where we need to listen to women if a woman Mm -hmm. tell you that you are making her feel uncomfortable don't continue to like tell her that you masturbate thinking about her (laughs) oh my god publicly yell things at her across Mm -hmm. your school campus it's mortifying and also just you're 13 
And this needs to be solidified in you. No means no. Leave her alone. <laughs> yeah, actually, we need to teach kids that early on. Like Truly. consent and no means no. Exactly. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I saw a letterbox review where someone said, I love that um the universe where Emma Stone leaves a boring man who doesn't care about her for Ryan Gosling in the middle of a dinner. And I was like, oh my God, it really is a cinematic universe. Like this and Lala Land <laughs> happened. <laughs> so funny oh, well, i mean they've been in what three movies together they're also in gangster squad yeah i never saw that i'll be honest i saw it i mean i have no, no notes <laughs> you're like, you're like, you're not missing out gosh is there anyone else you could who else needs Dang. i mean i like hannah i like um, that i think i related yeah. to her because she's just like i am i am r-rated i know the pg-13 version of this night and that's not we're gonna we're gonna bang and i just feel like <laughs> she's so I love the bang i really no, i relate to her just like awkwardness in that moment and just her continuously asking questions and he's just like are we gonna do that like why do you keep talking yeah and then i don't know it flows into my favorite scene of them just talking all night long yeah and that oh. was all improv did you know no I did not know oh that my God. stop it so, so the 10 year anniversary was this summer and mm-hmm. the writer on Twitter Dan Fogelman said that during that scene it was all improv between Emma and Ryan and he hated it when they filmed it he was like cut oh. this like he left set so grouchy because he was like this is so bad really? and then it turned out to be one of the best scenes in a rom-com ever I think that's so funny that kind of reminds me of Nick Cassavetes who's the director of The Notebook and how that's yeah. his least favorite film that he's ever directed it's like <laughs> everyone loves a notebook what are you talking about (laughs) (laughs) oh gosh but also that kind of that makes me feel like these scenes and like even that scene is very telling of these characters love languages right Mm -hmm. so I feel like Emily's love language not Emily I'm sorry because Julianne Moore and Emma Stone look so I know they are perfect mother-daughter duo I keep thinking they're ideal they're ideal literally (laughs) Hannah Emma Stone's character Hannah I feel like her love language would be quality time and I just because that scene is so is so sweet and so endearing and they were just spending time together talking I feel like that would be that would be her language where at her love language whereas Jacob's would be physical touch because they're always touching in that scene right like he's his head is on her lap Mm -hmm. like they're like holding each other they're always touching each other so I feel like it's the it's the physical touch and quality time mixed in together yes and even in different scenes where we see them like on the phone in the grocery store he's like playing with her like hair Mm -hmm. messing with her around and oh my god yeah I totally agree with those I would say Cal and Emily are Mm -hmm. worth affirmation hello perfect combination of sexy and cute like that's worth of affirmation (laughs) yeah also not a compliment I would those are two one and they're both about appearance (laughs) 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 you know I actually said Emily's love language would be acts of service because I feel like she just wanted Cal to do more right Mm. I feel like the whole movie She's just like, we used to, you know, we used to have fun together. We used to this. She just keeps recalling the past and all the things that they used mm-hmm. to do. So I feel like she doesn't feel loved because she's not receiving these acts of service. So I would say that would be hers. Um, and then for Robbie, I would say freaking all of them. Like, <laughs> oh, yes. He just loves love. Forever. He just loves love. He would do literally anything. It's cute to see. He should mm-hmm. get a haircut, though. Um. <laughs> I, actually, I also haven't seen like a recent photo of that actor Jonah Bobo I do not know what's happened to him I hope he's okay I hope he's okay too because sometimes you I hope know, he got the go, haircut yeah sometimes they go a little off the rail so oh wherever you are oh my Jonah, God. I hope you're okay 
Wait, back to acts of service real quick. I think mm-hmm. the perfect acts of service um, scene is when Cal is gardening at night. Yes. And that is, <laughs> oh my gosh, the most precious thing in the world. I mm-hmm. I love that so much. And it's such like good, classic good dad vibes of acts of service. Like mm-hmm. I know like all the best, best dads I've ever seen on TV or in real life are like definitely acts of service dads. And yeah. it's just like ideal picturesque. That needs to be like a segment we do, acts of service dads. <laughs> yes. Are they an act of service dad? Are they an act of service dad? That's like, that's the time. Uh, I, won't, I won't finish that sentence. <laughs> no, it's it's just, it's it's funny. So like I said in the beginning, like, there are multiple storylines in this. So let's break everyone off into a couple, right? So you have Cal and Emily, you have mm-hmm. Jacob and Hannah, and you have Robbie and Jessica. Who is lasting the five years? Who is breaking up immediately? What do they need to work mm-hmm. on? Like, what is, <laughs> what do you think is happening in this relationship? That's a lot. To... Okay, right off mm-hmm. the bat, I'm going to put Robbie and Jessica in the trash. That should never be trash. anything for me. Yep. Um, the fact that he, she hands him the envelope of nudes at, after his eighth grade graduation is so inappropriate <laughs> and it just makes me like want to projectile vom all over the screen every time I see it but beside the point I digress I think Cal and Emily get back together I think they go through a like heavy couples therapy yeah and I think they can really make it through I think you see that love and it's so pure and it's so mm-hmm. genuine but they really need honesty and they need communication on their side yeah. and they just need to like keep thing keep the ball rolling you can't Mm. you need you can't be still in a relationship like that where you've already had like I don't know issues within like the stillness of it you can't Mm. let it get boring what about Hannah and Jacob okay I I, let me let me take this one okay yeah (laughs) I feel like oh with Hannah Jacob I would say yes they do last because there is a transformation that happens in Jacob. Mm-hmm. And whenever you are with someone who honestly makes you a better person, like a better attributing human to society, I feel like you need to keep that person around. I feel like that's a good person <laughs> to have in your life, but not like, not leeching off of them, not uh, making your whole personality about them because I could see him doing that. But the fact that yeah. he was just like... I don't, I don't know what to do. I didn't ask her this. I'm in love. And I just, you know, she makes me happy. You know, I just, I, I, I love that. And so I do want to see them last. And they're really cute. Yeah. I mean, Ryan Gosling and episode is like a dream celebrity couple to mm-hmm. me. And I think they're so cute together. So I would like to see them together. Long term. I, I see them together because he's like, and he's like tied into her world. Like, mm-hmm. like even like without any of their like intentions. <laughs> he's tied into fate. their world. It is yes. almost fate that they are exactly. together. Cause like, yeah, exactly. He met her dad way before he even met yeah. her. He had no idea that she even existed. So it's 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 almost like fate. I love exactly. I I, I really I, I root for them. I love them. I do root for them. I also root for the fact that like I think you and I can both agree that Ryan Gosling is a heartthrob in this. Oh in my this god. Movie. Is there um, any- <laughs> the dirty dancing lift you know oh. that's his move like oh. he's done that on dates my he's god done he's, done it. <laughs> he's practiced that. he's nailed it he's perfected it <laughs> i saw an interview with emma stone once probably a press interview for this and she said when they were filming that scene she kept having a panic attack when she was like lifted that they kept it took them all day to film just the lift because she'd have to like she'd freak out and then she'd have to go to her trailer and watch labyrinth it's <laughs> 
Really? That is yeah. such an interesting movie that calms you down. I know. Oh my gosh. But it's, it's my favorite. Okay, my favorite line of this whole movie is when she's like, take off your shirt. Please, will you just take off your shirt? <laughs> Seriously? It's like your Photoshop. Like your Photoshop. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. my favorite line is actually like what what is his body what is that I have a, I have a memory of being in ninth grade and people being obsessed with Ryan Gosling my friend group specifically and mm-hmm. we posted a photo of that photo of him just like his ab shirtless mm. on Facebook and we tagged ourselves each as a different ab yeah <laughs> like, like we don't know why we did it we were just like people need to know yeah. <laughs> we preserved that's <laughs> what the, the hey girl meme was born after this movie oh my god oh yes. my, this was the era of ryan gosling mm-hmm. hey girl hey girl changed it all hey girl changed it all but also i feel like with ryan gosling it was always so weird because the first time i ever saw ryan gosling was in remember the titans Oh, same. Like, yeah, right? dancing. Okay. Okay. Also, yeah. hot when he dances, but he's so tiny. And compared to yeah. the other guys, there's so many hot men in that movie. Oh my God. I know, I know. But like, Ryan, <laughs> I don't know why Ryan Gosling was the one who stood out for me in that movie. Yeah, and I always remember dancing. him. So when I, yeah, when I saw him again, I was just like, oh my gosh, it's right. And like, he, I don't feel like he was very well known then, but it's no, so nice yeah. to watch him grow in his career. <laughs> yeah, he started on, he was on Disney with like Britney and Christina Oh yeah. Aguilera. yeah, yeah, they all grew up together. And mm-hmm. he's like, you know, he's a little Canadian one. Yeah. So and now like he's married to Eva, <laughs> Eva Mendez. I mm-hmm. I think perfect celebrity couple, they stay out of everyone's business. No yeah. one knows what they're like. Their daughters, Esmeralda and Amava, beautiful mm-hmm. names. Uh, oh, yeah, God. they're very cute too. <laughs> I think I've seen like yeah. snap photos of them. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing. Jacob no okay we have Ryan Gosling <laughs> then we have his character Jacob which yeah. I hope he's nothing like uh is just like such a womanizer would you ever even think of introducing him to your friends or your parents or like who if who I, would, like, would you introduce him to if you would <laughs> if I were in Hannah Banana's shoes and I <laughs> got this guy to mm-hmm. be mine I would introduce him to everybody. I would know oh, well, this would okay. be my arm candy. Okay, we're set as I, I see you. <laughs> if this was my and I am not the one to introduce anybody, I <laughs> compartmentalize all of that. So mm-hmm. this means a lot. <laughs> but if I were in her position and I won him over, I'd be like, mm-hmm. hello, this is my boyfriend Jacob. Hello, <laughs> this is my boyfriend. Have you met my boyfriend Jacob? <laughs> How about you? I feel like, I feel like this is my favorite <laughs> Yes, you can touch his abs. Yes, they are photoshopped. Uh, <laughs> He's very hot, I know. He's I know. very hot, I know. <laughs> but then he also makes you look good, too. Exactly. Um, gosh. To be honest, Mercedes, I don't even know if I would fully entertain the idea of being with someone like Jacob. Because I'll oh, be honest. Wow. I, because I have a lot of insecurity over the fact that I'm almost 30 and have received little to no male attention. And so mm-hmm. if someone as hot as Jacob came up to me and it was just like, I find you very beautiful and I can't take my eyes off you. Like there are a lot of beautiful women in this bar, but I can't take my eyes off. I would just be like, you're, you're messing with me. And I would just leave. And I, so I don't even think I would fully even get to the point where I'm introducing him to people in my life because I wouldn't even entertain him. Like you are clearly like using me. You are, I don't know. You're, you're oh playing a joke on me. I don't know. I feel like that's just what I'm used to. <laughs> so no. I don't think I would I don't think I would necessarily introduce him to anyone in my life but Aww. if we were to play Mary screw kill he'd be the person I would I'd, I'd screw <laughs> oh yeah definitely and then Mary Steve Carell in his mm-hmm. like four layers of clothes after yeah. his makeover mm-hmm. and then 
I'm sorry, Kevin Bacon. You need to get out. We got to kill Hagen. David Hagen. We, we got to kill I'm him. For you. I'm Go back to the Footloose town. I don't want you here. <laughs> <laughs> I, but I, I do... I have a I have a soft spot for when he was like I'm an accountant and all of a sudden I'm I'm happy I'm excited to go to work I was like oh that's really cute you have a crush but also she's married and you should not be destroying 25 years yeah. of marriage. <laughs> oh my god a nightmare absolute oh nightmare god. um okay I'm glad we're on the same page with Mary Screw Kill because yeah yeah those are all my same answers too <laughs> have you seen Kevin Bacon on TikTok though because that is the most fun thing I've yeah Kevin Bacon no. is on TikTok I know oh, I just found out the other day so it's like it's so fun because he like I don't know if he's filming a movie where he's like on a farm with all these goats or if that's his actual house but he <gasps> would do like these cool TikTok videos like with goats and stuff oh my and God. then you know he's married to Kira Sedgwick so she's in yeah. some of them too and then Sosie Bacon from 13 oh my Reasons God, Why yeah and Narcos she's in some of his so it's just like a whole family like the Bacon family TikTok and it's so fun to watch goats yeah i know i love goats oh my god i love goats <laughs> but also just see kevin bacon like i don't know just see older people i also saw tay Diggs on on tiktok recently just see like older oh my celebrities on tiktok is just really funny to me oh yeah because they're just like <laughs> here's my life i don't know what else to do yeah <laughs> i love the cluelessness of it it's so endearing it is really endearing because it's <laughs> yeah especially just like watching them try to be like i don't know how to get this to start uh. <laughs> but it's it's absolutely wonderful oh gosh oh do you have any i mean do you have any parting any parting words for for listeners for this movie oh my goodness i hope everyone finds their crazy stupid love mm. i adore this movie and it just brings so much joy i think it's such a good movie to watch with like people who don't necessarily like rom-coms mm-hmm. like it's the one i show people who like are rom-com haters so if you yeah. have any of those in your life show them this they will fall in love but also, if you if you like This Is Us, you're going to love Crazy Stupid. Oh, love, yeah. I think. It's yeah. just, again, I have said multiple times, just so full of heart and endless mm-hmm. charm. And it's a fire cast, like an oh, absolute yeah. fire cast. And I would watch all of them in anything. <laughs> but we want to hear what you guys think. Where do you rate Crazy Stupid Love on your list of rom-coms? Would you swipe right or left on it? Who is your favorite actor in the movie? Let us know in the comments. <laughs> Yes, sending love to all of you listeners. Have a great rest of your day. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone.